House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is facing uh, some threats uh, from Matt Gates about whether or not he is going to go forward and impeach President Biden. What do you know about that? Yeah, so Kevin McCarthy facing his own unique set of challenges and headaches as they return to the Washington next week. Speaker Kevin McCarthy not only has to figure out how to fund the government without angering conservatives, but he also has to figure out how to deal with these growing calls from members on the right to start impeaching President Joe Biden. And Congressman Matt Gates, one of those members on the hard right, said that he's done waiting around and that he is going to try to force a floor vote on impeaching President Biden. And he also threatened McCarthy's speakership if Kevin McCarthy stands in the way. So it really puts McCarthy in a difficult spot because even though he has said he is willing to eventually go that route, he also has a number of moderate members who say they are still skeptical or downright opposed to impeachment. So he has a lot to figure out in the weeks ahead, Sarah. He has been between a rock and a hard place and he finds himself there again. Thank you so much, Melanie Zanona, there live for us uh, on Capitol Hill. John? Yeah, Sarah, I want to read the actual tweet from Matt Gates that has caused this stir in the House. Uh, he wrote, quote, we've got to seize the initiative. That means forcing votes on impeachment. And if Speaker McCarthy stands in our way, he may not have the job long. So not really a veil threat at all. With us now, Time National Political Correspondent Molly Ball. I want to talk about Matt Gates and these others threatening Kevin McCarthy. Are they the, the boys who cried vacate? which of course is the, is the formal phrase for what you have to do to kick him out as speaker, vacate the chair. Do you think that they would really do this, force McCarthy out? You know, I think I think you've put your finger on the issue, which is that this is a sort of nuclear option and it can only be used once. If they trigger the motion to vacate, you know, with this extremely narrow majority, Kevin McCarthy can't take anything for granted. And we've seen, you know, since those that first series of late night votes that eventually delivered him the speakership, he has been engaged in a, in, in a real high wire act and he's managed to do it successfully. Uh, but for his detractors on the right, uh, they have to know that if 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 if, if you come at the king, you best not miss, as, as a wise man once said, right? If they trigger this option and it doesn't work out, it looks like a paper tiger going forward. Uh, and uh, and so it's it works better as a threat than in actual practice. And if, if, it, if it were to succeed, obviously, it would throw the entire house into chaos uh, with really unpredictable consequences. So the, they're, they're wielding this threat, hoping that, that uh, they will get uh, McCarthy to go along with it. And it's not clear how he'll get himself out of this, this uh, not just one jam, but several jams, as Mel laid out. Well, several jams, right? Because so how tight is that needle that he has to thread or maybe the head of the needle that needs to be threaded exactly there, if I'm going to use the metaphor correctly? You know, there's the impeachment issue for, for President Biden, but there's also this government shutdown looming in, in just a few weeks here. Does McCarthy really have any flexibility? Uh, he doesn't have a lot, right? He, he has just a couple of votes to spare. Uh, when he was able to uh, get that deal to raise the debt ceiling earlier this year, it passed with more uh, Democratic than Republican votes. And if he goes that route again, it's going to increase uh, the uh, the complaints on, on his right wing, uh, who don't like to see him doing deals that way. Uh, but so far, he's managed to, to sort of outrun the problem. He's, he's been able to uh, push off until another day all of these, these these difficulties and we may see him pull a rabbit out of a hat again. Uh, but as you said, you know, there's this September 30th government funding deadline. Uh, the Senate is uh, increasingly in a bipartisan manner uh, ganging up on the House to say, you know, we've done the work. You guys need to do your part here. And then there are, are several other must pass bills uh, that, that he's going to have to deal with.
And to be clear, it doesn't really have allies in the Senate. The Senate is going to get its version done with some Republican support. It seems very quickly a policy issue. The deficit estimates are coming in that the deficit for fiscal 23 is going to be twice what it was in fiscal 22, nearly two trillion dollars. How will that influence maybe not just what we see in Congress, but the campaign? Uh, well, in, on the campaign, I think you already have all of the Republican candidates talking a lot about uh, fiscal discipline. And I think it is giving ammunition to some of the House conservatives who have said that they want to trim spending by even more than was agreed upon in that debt ceiling bill. So this is a conversation we're going to hear more on as these negotiations are underway on Capitol Hill. On the other hand, as you just said, you know, the Senate has passed these funding bills uh, in a bipartisan manner. So you have Republicans and Democrats in the Senate uh, putting pressure on the House, putting pressure on the House Republican majority uh, uh, not to gum up the works and shut down the government. Molly Ball, great to see you. Thank you so much.